Festival of Blood Radio. Oh yeah, keep your pants on, it's July 5th, 2010, it's another Festival of Blood Radio. Yeah, what what a hell of a week this has been, you crack addicts. Yeah, if you're like a crack addict, well, a game addict, then you just, uh, hopefully you checked out Twitter, hopefully you checked out Steam, and I uh, tipped everyone off, not only on the website, but uh, on Twitter about the amazing, the absolutely amazing sale that Steam was having this last week, and it ended yesterday on July 4th. They did this sale for like a whole week. And uh, just one after the other, day after another, totally decimated your wallet with the amazing sales they were having. And actually, it didn't decimate your wallet as much as you might think because they had some really, really amazing deals. I, I, you know, I, I blew some cash. I uh, picked up some things that uh, I probably didn't need but will play <laughs> because I have them now. Uh, up to and including the uh, Day Sex. Uh, the original and uh, Invisible War, which was the second one, picked those up. It was like $10 or something, or maybe 5 I don't know. It was ridiculous. They had Red Faction, which uh, we've been pimping. I don't know, the last uh, few shows ago, something like that, we uh, pimped how great this game is, and I'm still enjoying it, playing it just about a little bit every day on the PC. Uh, they had it for $9.99. That is completely ridiculous. If you didn't have the game and you didn't buy it, it is excellent. Sports games for Windows Live, so you can get your PC achievements on, and just a fantastic open world game. It was ten bucks. Oh, Bioshock Two, one of the better games like ever. Fourteen ninety nine, people. Yeah, if you didn't get it, you you kind of missed out. Yeah, I picked up some other things too. Finally got a uh, Osmos, which is a indie game that's been out there for a while. I downloaded the demo sometime back. Um, and yeah, it's not a bad game. It was like a dollar or something. I don't know. I don't really remember. But uh, yeah, if you didn't check out the sale, too bad. You know, Steam is one of those things. Uh, I, I probably launch it, even if it's just for a couple of minutes every day, just to see what sales there are. I also launch Impulse, Games for Windows Live. Uh, not as much, because Games for Windows Live doesn't have as many sales uh, as the other online downloadable services do, but they do have them, and when they do, they're pretty sweet. I uh, picked up uh, Batman Dark Asylum, I think, some time ago, months ago, for like 20 bucks, uh, and another outstanding game there. So, yeah, if you missed the Steam sale, too bad, because they, they really put on the heat and had some amazing deals. But, but fre- fear not, because uh, even though some of the prices were great, they're not the lowest prices they've ever had on some of the games that uh, they showcased but good nonetheless. I mean, they had Just Cause yesterday uh, on their final day of their sale for like $23 or something. And Just Cause 2, uh, not the original, Just Cause 2, is like an awesome freaking game. And, and to just not get it is, is absolutely insane. Not to mention for the people out there that aren't playing things like uh, a lot of the Valve games like Team Fortress 2, yeah, dirt cheap, like $5. So anyway, if you missed out, 
Learn your lesson and launch Steam now and then. Check it out. They got good stuff. They got great prices. And you know what? Steam continues to show why they're number one. And uh, though I support all of the uh, online dig digital distribution models, because I think it's important to spread the wealth. You know, we've talked about that before. Spread the money around. Uh, let the other ones get successful. Start some competition. Because, you know, I don't think there would be sales like this if it weren't for other services. So, uh, yeah, support them. Check it out. It's all good stuff. You're listening to Festival of Blood Radio, where yesterday's future is today, or something like that. You're listening to Festival of Blood Radio, proud affiliate of The Geek Media, www.thegeekmedia.com. Yeah, so this is one of those kind of weird shows where I, I really don't honestly have any notes, if you can tell from the last segment. But the first thing we're going to do that doesn't require notes is get out the usual spiel. It's been a few shows since I've done it, so <sighs> going to spend a minute to do so. Uh, yeah, this is Festival of Blood Radio. If you want to check out more about the show, be sure to do so over at the official website at www.festivalofblood.com. While you're there, check out uh, yeah all the cool stuff we have going on. If you also want to check out some other cool shows, check out The New Geek Order over at the.newgeekorder.com. You can find this show as well as a bunch of other great stuff. Well, maybe better stuff, but, you know, good stuff. And, uh, yeah, if you want to send email to the show, you can do so by directing your email to the host at festivalofblood.com. So, uh, yeah, I was uh, listening to uh, another uh, podcast recently, which, by the way, got a pimp uh, real quick. Let me, i got to open it because I'm not ready. Yeah, i got to check out uh, Jupiter Broadcasting. You can check them out over at www.jupiterbroadcasting.com. That's all one word, and it's spelled like the planet Jupiter instead of the other thing. But it's www.jupiterbroadcasting.com, and they got a great show there. It's, a, it's actually a video podcast. It's called Stoked, and it's all about uh, Star Trek Online. Well, you know, after enjoying, after digesting the show for a while, uh, yeah, I decided to join up with the guild. They got gone, and uh, yeah, I got accepted because I'm all that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But, yeah, the funny thing is, is even though I got accepted into the guild, it's semi-difficult to actually get in the thing because you gotta, you gotta, like, send a tell to somebody in the guild that's an officer. Once you get accepted, it's kind of this convoluted thing. But, anyway, yeah. Anyway, they do a great show there. If you're into Star Trek Online, if you want to find out more about Star Trek Online, which I've been pimping immensely on this show and still enjoying it, by the way. Uh, be sure to check out that. It is it is actually very good. Um, it's well produced, and uh, yeah, they got good information. It's all good. They got some other podcasts there which I haven't uh, listened to or watched, but uh, the one on Stoked is very cool. So again, be sure to check that over over at www.jupiterbroadcasting.com. Speaking of Star Trek Online, interesting uh, tidbits been floating around lately that perhaps in the next year, maybe, that Star Trek Online, as well as uh, some of the other games by Cryptic, like Champions Online, might eventually go to some type of free-to-play model. 
And I got to tell you, this is exactly the kind of game that needs to do this. <sighs> we said it ad nauseum, but in the in the age of World of Warcraft, which is still a behemoth, you, you got to do something different. The monthly subscription thing either means you have to totally be out of World of Warcraft, which I can honestly say, you know, I, I said it several shows ago that finally after playing Star Trek Online, I am done with World of Warcraft, and I think it's true. I think, I think I'm actually done. Uh, I just don't feel the need to go back. I'm enjoying this one and looking forward to what the next great MMORPG will be. But in the meantime, really enjoying it. But if you're going to take on a, a game that has over 11 million subscribers, uh, you can't expect them to take on. You know, the, the producers or the developers behind uh, the forthcoming MMO game called Torchlight, which you haven't checked out Torchlight yet, you're, you're obviously not enjoy, enjoying games on your PC because Torchlight is one of the better games you can get for dirt cheap. On the PC again, check it out over on Steam. You know, it's a Diablo clone. It's uh, it's very well done, however, and uh, these folks are working on in the Torchlight universe on making an MMO uh, RPG uh, that is going to be very similar in style to what you see when you play Torchlight. And they've said, listen, we're not going to do a subscription model. We're going to do a free-to-play model. And part of the reason they say they're going to do that is they recognize that in an age of World of Warcraft, it's pretty difficult to get people to subscribe to another game. And I think Star Trek Online is exactly that kind of game. Because it's the kind of game where it doesn't have that epic, that overall epic feel like a World of Warcraft does. It's the kind of game where if you're like me, you do enjoy it, kind of in short spurts. You might sit down and play it for an hour or two. Sometimes you might just sit down and play it literally for 15 minutes because the game is manageable that way. But you still want to progress. You still want to do things. Uh, but you don't know if you really want to spend a $15 a month to continue to access the game. This is the perfect game. I think Dungeons and Dragons Online has really set the example for this type of type of game. I know when I subscribed to Dungeons and Dragons Online, when it first came out, it was very much like the Star Trek experiences for me, where I'll play for a little bit, I'll get in there, I'll do a module, I'll do an adventure, but it doesn't have that epic kind of feel like World of Warcraft does, where you feel like you need to spend a lot of time getting ready to equip up, to get ready to raid. You just kind of want to get in and play and enjoy it. And Dungeons and Dragons Online has had huge success. You know, this is why I think in some ways, uh, like Lord of the Rings Online, which is also from Turbine, may not succeed in a model that uses free-to-play because it is an epic game. Uh, it is a very epic-style game. And much like uh, Ruins of Magic is, it's also a very epic World of Warcraft-style game. And yes, it is having some success, but the, those that are just kind of enjoying it in little chunks that might be open to little mini microtransactions now and then, I don't know if it suits them. I think the people that are doing the microtransactions in a game like Ruins of Magic, they're really into it. They would probably also pay some type of monthly fee to play it, uh, whether it's $9, $7, something like that, uh, because it cannot really be enjoyed in small chunks because it's that big epic feel kind of game. And it's nice to see that uh, there is at least some rumor-mongering that uh, the good folks at Cryptic might, might make this game free to play. I know if they did, it would hook a lot more people. They would definitely get into it, and I would be very open to microtransactions. The game is already using microtransactions on their C-Store, uh, much like it is for Champions Online. Uh, so be sure to check it out. If you haven't checked out Star Trek Online yet, you can do so by visiting StarTrekOnline.com and uh, be sure to check it out. They also have uh, the extended 
demo for Champions Online. This is the one where you don't get to play for just a set number of days. You actually get to play it for an extended period of time. You just have a limited point uh, in which you can go in the game. So if you like to enjoy it in little chunks, eh, you can. So be sure to check those things out. And of course, we will keep you up to date and informed on all things free to play. I've been enjoying some Battlefield 2, by the way. Just finished a round of multiplayer where I racked up, like, I don't know, like 15 different awards. You know, it's one of those games where you had, like, a really good round, and so you just racked up all kinds of stuff. Haven't played it in months, so I was kind of scared to, you know, scared to break out the controller and play it again. And certainly the first round I played, not so hot. You know, it kind of takes a while to get used to the controls again. You know, after you've been playing some other stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's what's actually paused on the screen right now. Although I will say that as soon as I'm doing, doing the show... I'm headed to the Xbox 360, and I'm checking out uh, some of the DLC for Mass Effect 2 that I haven't played yet. I haven't tried any of the paid DLC. I've done all the free DLC that you got if you actually bought the game and you're, uh, you're a member of the Cerebrus Network, but I haven't tried any of the paid DLC. But I downloaded it, I got it on the 360, and I'm ready to go. So that's what I'll be enjoying. Hey, as everyone knows, besides the fact we enjoy the cheesy music on Festival of Blood Radio. We like to point you in the direction of free applications now and then, and I think this is one we did, I don't know, a year ago, something like that. But there is a new version available for Burn Aware Free, which is just, uh, yeah, it's all that. If you want to check out the, uh, well, let, let's point you to the, the website first. It's www.burnaware.com, and you can get it. The latest version that just came out is version 3.0. And this is a great piece of software for your PC, because it does all the things you would expect a high-end burning piece of software to do, like a Nero or a, a easy CD creator or something like that, but it's completely free. It's not bloated. The whole thing download size is like 6 megs, but you can make DVD videos with it. You can burn, burn, burn? burn Blu-ray discs, make boot discs, make data images of CDs and DVDs, uh, erase rewritable discs. Uh, all kinds of great stuff. Everything you would expect to do without all the bloat, you can do with Burnaware Free. So if you make CDs, if you like to back up your data, you like to make music CDs for the car, this is the way to go. It's all good. I've been using it since I first discovered it, and I love it because it's bloat-free, it works, it gets the job done, and if I haven't said so already, it's free. So be sure to check it out. Again, that's over at www.burnaware.com. So, uh... Yeah, join that. Hey, got some follow-up, uh, eh, some follow-up E3 stuff. You know, I, I know we really choked on it like a piece of raw bacon on the last show, but uh, just a couple of things that I, I kind of wanted to throw out there. First, I, you know, I gotta say, after after much retrospect, really, really kind of looking forward to Natal because it's going to bring to the table a lot of things uh, we haven't seen. You know, I, I I said to someone the other day, I said, you know, the funny thing is. If enough people out there have Xbox 360s and they're actually serious about doing the whole, the whole uh, workout thing in front of the TV, the Wii Balance Board all of a sudden may look completely archaic. Because after looking at some of the stuff they're doing with the uh, workout software for the Xbox 360 with the full body motion, you know, let's face it, the Wii Balance Board does what it does because you're standing on it and it can detect, you know, shifts in your weight. 
Well, I could probably do that like while eating a hot dog. You know what I'm saying? And a bag of chips. But at least with the Natal or the Xbox 360's Connect, it's got full body motion tracking so you can get more active. You may have to jump. You may have to, you know, move your arms. You may have to move side to side. You may have to do some type of activity that the thing can actually track your entire body. And that opens up a lot more doors, I think, for that kind of software. But the biggest thing I'm really looking forward to with Connect is the things that it can do to a game that are not necessarily motion-based, but voice recognition-based. The fact that you may be able to play games in the future where, you know, you have Connect running. Wouldn't it be nice if you could, uh, you know, while playing a game of like Call of Duty 7, say, I need an airstrike on my position, or uh, I need a supply drop immediately, and the game actually respond to that rather than having to select it in a menu. So the fact that they're adding voice recognition and full body motion tracking, I think, is really going to give them the edge. But what remains to be seen is if the game developers really, really, really can take advantage of this in a way that I think is uh, is going to make a difference. It's going to be something different than what we've seen with the Wii and certainly something different than we've seen with the uh, PlayStation Move. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, pretty excited about it. And uh, though I was not super excited after watching E3, now that I've had a chance to digest it, I'm really open to it. And it's looking like a day one purchase for me. So uh, check back later in the year on the show as we uh, get into Connect. All right. Uh, now that the future's out of the way, let's look into uh, what's tomorrow. Yeah, we got a great demo that came out the other day uh, earlier in the week for Crackdown 2. Very, very excited about this game. It actually comes out tomorrow, and I'll, yeah, I'll be picking it up because I roll that way. Yeah. So be picking up Crackdown 2 tomorrow. If you want to check it out, there is a demo on the Xbox Marketplace, which is the best way to actually... They, they did a great job because so many games don't give you a chance to digest the game the way that it's meant to be played, much like a lot of MMO demos do. But this game will actually let you play it for a full 30 minutes. You just can't save. So you can play it for 30 minutes. You can enjoy it to its fullest extent. You know what? And if you use your 30 minutes, you just got to get out, get back in, and you can at least start over, you know, not where you left off. But you get a chance to really demo the game and that it doesn't limit you to one level or, you know, it doesn't limit you to what you can collect or get. In fact, this is the first demo I've seen of a full retail game on the Xbox Live Marketplace where you can actually earn achievements to the extent that if you earned an achievement in the demo, when you do purchase the retail game and load it up, it'll give you those achievements. So it doesn't actually lock you down and very and limit you. You know, when you think about a game like Grand Theft Auto, it's kind of kind of hard to demo that, and I think that's why we haven't really seen a demo for it because you don't get a chance to really get in there. Another game that did this very well, and we, we talked about it earlier because it was on a great price on Steam, was Just Cause 2. Its demo is the same way. It is time limited. It doesn't limit what you can do or where you can go in the game. Uh, again, only to the extent that you may not have enough weapons or a high enough level to go to some of the content, but you're not limited in what you can do. They're basically saying, hey, here's, here's a certain amount of time that you can play this game and enjoy it to its fullest extent, and then we're going to cut you off. You know, there's an arcade game that did this, and that was uh, Battlefield 1943. If you remember when the demo was out for that, uh, you got a certain amount of time. And that one that one was account limited and that you could not get out of the game and go back in uh, on your account. 
you could only play for so long. So if you had 30 minutes to play and you played for 10 minutes, the next day when you logged in, you would only have 20 minutes left. But this is the best way to demo a game. It lets you actually get in, play it, and enjoy it. So if you're looking forward to Crackdown 2 as much as I am, probably one of the more anticipated games of the year for me, because I was a big fan of the original, it is coming out tomorrow on July 6th. So be sure to look for it and check it out. Festival of Blood Radio. It's a lot like crack. That's why Lindsay Lowen loves us so much. You're listening to Festival of Blood Radio on the Festival of Blood Radio Network. www.festivalofblood.com Yeah, so another thing about the show, if you don't listen uh, to the show on a regular basis, yeah, we're about a 20-minute show and we're over it already. Yeah, if you're a freak who likes to get your freak on, but you only get about 20 minutes to get your freak on, it's Festival of Blood Radio. That's what, yeah, that's what I say. So that's about all the show I got for you, so we're going to end things up. Hopefully you send email, hopefully you subscribe on iTunes, because that's the most convenient place to get the show. And uh, hopefully you enjoy it. Yeah, check out the free stuff, like uh, Burnaware Free 3.0. Because it's all good, and hopefully you'll check out Crackdown this week. Because I will be, and you know, Steam and all that stuff. You know, that's what we do on this show. We kind of we we don't give you all the stuff you can't find somewhere else, but we like point you in the right direction. You know, we're like the rudder of the internet. Because that's how I roll. And that's about all I got. We're gonna end things up with uh, you know, no Star Trek uh, references here, but this is Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey off Christina Aguilera's latest. Yeah. See you next time. It's Festival Blood Radio. Enjoy. Yeah, so I'm, uh, what? Yeah. So I'm watching, uh, Big Gates on, I think it's ABC, and, uh, yeah, it's okay. It's not the greatest thing in the world. It's a vampire thing, and I'm really into vampires. In case you haven't got it yet, I'm kind of like, I, I like vampire mythology. Not the crap kind, like, interview with a vampire or that Twilight shit. But, uh, you know, like Underworld, the cool stuff. You're not, not vampires like, we gotta go around and suck blood. The more civilized kind. And uh, I'm watching The Gates, and I'm uh, kind of disappointed to see that it's not all about vampires. It's got, like, witches and shit in it. But, uh, Rona Mitra's in it, so I'm watching it. Probably get canceled after the first season. Because at least the first two episodes aren't the greatest. But, uh... Rona Mitra. Yeah. See you next time. Yeah. Honestly, that's that's all I got. You can you can puke in your mouth now. See ya.
Let's go.